good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of Perfect Talk Podcast. As we always do it, right here with my dog, my man to the left, my partner in crime, the marathon winner himself. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What's the deal, man? Life, man. <laughs> life, <laughs> life, life having good vibes, good, uh, Good moods, good spirits, good everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about positivity. Moving forward, 2019 is blazing on. If you already feeling at your New Year's resolutions, start them shits back up. You know what I'm saying? Reset that bitch. It's, you know what I mean? Get it, get it pumping for March. Don't don't get discouraged. Keep everything going. How you been though, bro? How's life treating you in uh, New Jerusalem? Me, I'm good, man. I mean, speaking of New Year's resolutions, I've been trying to keep up with my workouts. I mean, I probably take a rest day here and there, but um. I work out seven days a week, but not like, I don't go hard, but I figure if I do a little something every day, it helps out, and it has been, so. Looking good, man. You're looking good. I, see, I seen you for like two seconds on the uh, video chat just now. <laughs> slim and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm feeling good. Slim and trim. Slim and trim, man. I feel you. I'm on the same vibes. I try to at least do a little bike ride in the morning. Um, it was crazy because my bike ride was, my bike ride, my, um, sorry, my exercise bike was kind of like a coat rack. <laughs> for, for the longest time and although i did use it during those times it, it, you know i'd take the clothes off of it use it and put it back on i just had a steady uh mindset of let me just keep it always clear that way whenever the inspiration hits i could just jump right on that bitch and grind a little workout on so i try to start my day with that i've been consistent with that you know i'm hitting the gym a little bit more um my daughter's in school all right so stop how school going she's, she's doing well she's doing well um it's full day now so she's getting even more of the uh, of the vibes of the feeling of the uh, full day education, getting her ready for kindergarten in September. So she's doing real good. A lot of drawing, a lot of uh, reading. It's cool, man. She's funny too, cause I got glasses now when I read reading glasses and. Nigga uh... <laughs> <laughs> got the the Chuck Schumer the reading glasses. You put put them on on the tip of your nose. You know it's weird too. I, oh, you ever remember that episode where uh, Martin? where Pam was looking at Martin's little ass TV after he had to return to Hashitashi. Yeah. <laughs> and she like squints her eyes mad funny as she puts her glasses on. For some reason, I always put my shit on like that because I'm scared I'm going to poke myself in the eye. <laughs> so I, I always probably look like I, I, I need them shits a little bit more than I, I actually do. But um, I'll say my daughter sees me wearing them and obviously her grandparents wear um, glasses also. So she wants glasses now also. So I'm going to get her the little lensless frames just so she could be down with the crew. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because I gave her the shits the other day, and she she started cracking open a book. <laughs> <and just, laughs> uh, now nah, that's dope, man. That's a good way to psych her out to get to read a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, nah, it's awesome, man. Parenting is uh, has its own unique challenges, but you got to see the beauty in the uh, in the challenge. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So, no complaints there. Um, marriage, marriage life going good for you? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Still married? You know, yeah, 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 I'm still married. I, I guess it's going good. Nobody's filed anything that I know of, so I'm, I'm still straight. I, I sleep in my bed every night. You know what I'm saying? So, no, nah, it's good, man. The the learning process continues. You know what I'm saying? I mean, funny shit happens every day, but not funny shit. How they use funny in the streets. Not funny style shit, but just uh, stuff about life make you laugh. How marriage could change you, stuff like that. Now, I know you could only talk from your, your own unique experience as a black person, but do you think that there is uh, unique experiences in black marriage that other races don't don't experience? Of course, man. Every Everything about being black is, is unique. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I have a black wife, so the certain conversations that you have that 
I may not have to explain something. Like, I don't have to set up a context to certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could start in the middle of the story and she would understand. Yeah. Whether it be struggles or how you have to talk talk at work or, you know, how you have to operate yourself in the streets or even with your family. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely a difference, especially that um, black families work differently, right? Differently from other, like, non-black families and then also they work differently from each other. So, handling those dynamics and just in itself makes black marriage different, right? Like there's that book is marriage for white people. And even beyond that, um, the statistics they have in the book, people know, know as far as um, the, the rates of marriage in the African-American community for, for whatever reason you attribute it to. I mean, it's, it's a fact that it's a bit lower. Okay. Um, all, all the success statistics are just not there. Like it is with some other communities. So that means that when you, when you look around it, from, from the perch of a black marriage, you just don't see a lot of people, a lot of couples who look like you. Mm. And when you find one, you kind of cling on to them. You know what I'm saying? Like you call them up, like, hey man, what's going on? Let's let's double date. <laughs> I mean, it's, and you know, that's what it is. Because they can understand your struggles. They can understand, uh, yo, this 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 dude is acting up again, or you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Not, or this this uh, she's arguing about something where. Like the point you just made of where you don't have to extra explain something that other male in the in, in the same black couple might relate with you easier than some than someone from a different race. So I, I could dig you on that. Yeah, but even beyond understanding, it's just clinging to something that you don't see a lot of. Like if you're a, a unique minority, no matter what you are in a, in a particular group. So for instance, if you're one of the few white kids in a black school, and another white kid comes into school. Whether that kid even speaks your language, you're like, man, I'm going to make friends with that new Italian exchange student because he might understand something that some other students don't understand about me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. That, that they could connect with, even on a, 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 a visual level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like at work, if you, depending on, on what kind of, where, where you work at, you might have, and a lot of black people go through this, you might have fewer black people around you and then as soon as one enters automatically like you go and you shake their hands different like there, there's something there for the most part there's, there's something there that it's like yo i'm gonna keep this dude close or i'm gonna keep this lady close you ever had that experience where you and uh one other black person is like this weird tension <laughs> like i i don't know i've experienced that like damn like you know we could probably vibe but no one wants to make that first move so now it's kind of like it's, it's like tense a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Until someone actually, oh, all right, all right homie's cool. He ain't, just, he ain't just grilling me for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've, I've experienced that um, in certain times before also. I don't know, man. Oh, no, this, 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 this definitely, that exists, definitely. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I've, I've experienced and I can't that understand, I can't explain it. I, I can't explain it at all. And I don't even know if other races go through it, but I've, I've felt there before. But like you said, it's, it's, sometimes it's just a matter of being the first person to make the first step. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And you just see that everyone's more, everyone's a little bit more similar than you would expect them to be. Um, yeah. But a lot has happened, man. You know, we took a week off. My man Keith had to go take a test and get certified. But a lot has happened in them two weeks, brother. Ah, uh, shit. Like, 21 Savage out on bail. Start there. <laughs> yeah, 21st. <laughs> the uh, last time we spoke to y'all, 21 Savage was apprehended by ICE uh, due to his visa, visa being expired. Um, and they were gonna, it still might, uh, deport him, but now, you know, he, they were holding him without releasing him on bail. Um, he got the assistance of Rock Nation and, uh, some high, high-priced immigration lawyers, and they are on the case. He's out on bail. 
He's at least free, able to hang out with his family. So that's good, man. That's positive vibes. I wish him the best. I mean, that's a tricky situation right there. Yeah, what do you think about that? What do I think about Jay-Z helping him out? No, well, the whole situation. The, I'm happy for him. talk about him getting yeah. arrested in the first place, the fact that he has an expired visa, the the whole thing of, well, we thought he was, basically the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the narrative of, I thought he was an American gangster, pretty much, like a, <laughs> some, some dude from Georgia or wherever. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't feel betrayed. I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't, maybe he just wasn't open about it as, as maybe I would be. Or, you know what I'm saying, uh, Dizzy Rascal or, or one of those grime uh, UK rappers would be about their, you know what I mean? But I don't think he was necessarily hiding something. Same way, like, I could be around people at my job and I, I'll i bring up the fact that my parents are West Indian and I'll, they'll get that, I'll get, like, a, a look from them. Like, really? I didn't, I didn't know, you know what I mean? You were the, a child of immigrants, like, you know what I mean? That type of thing. But, mm-hmm. um, so I don't... I don't view him any type of way. I'm happy for him. Happy he's back with his family. He makes great music. I, I don't, I'm not sure how much he can talk on this situation while his case is ongoing, um, but I hope that, you know, one day he does speak on just his whole background and, and, and how he came here and, you know, how this whole thing came to be. Um, I hate seeing brothers locked up, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're a criminal and you're a criminal, then, you know what I mean? We're we going to get to some criminals later in this <laughs> in this episode, but if, if you out here grinding and you know that someone's just being persecuted, that, that, that truly hurts my heart. And you know what I mean? I just want to see him back out entertaining and doing his thing. Cause he um he in terms of the rappers nowadays, I, I like his I like his vibe. You know what I'm saying? I like I don't I don't necessarily know if he has a message like I can say I get behind or don't get behind, but I definitely like his music. I definitely think he, you know what I mean, he's moving in the right direction. So more power to twenty one savage. What about yourself? Twenty first. Yeah, I mean I don't give a shit. Like it's <laughs> I mean it's sad though. I mean because I know people who got jammed up because their papers weren't straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you commit... You can't commit one of those borderline felonies. Like, you know, I don't know. Let's say you stole or you damaged a piece of property, but it was worth a little bit too much. Yeah. So now it's a felony. Yeah. And it's not that you, were, you like, bro, swam into the country. Like, you flew here and you had a visa or whatever papers you had, but then they just expired. Like, people, when you live in life... Like, life ain't about papers, you know what I'm saying? Day to day, like, you don't think about your paperwork. Like, you don't think about your social security card or whatever. But then one day, your shit just expires, and you don't think about it. You got a job, probably live somewhere. You might have a, a family or a wife or a significant other or whoever. And uh, then one day, something happens, and then you get swept up in the system, and then that kind of happens. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks for him, but, you know... I, on this particular situation, I'm like, man, brother, get your papers, man. You got too much money not to just take pay care. some money to take care of it. Yeah, take care of that. Yeah, and that happens to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm I'm guilty of it myself of just letting things go by a little too too long. You caught up in the, the dramas and the stress of life. You know what I mean? I'm I'm sure he's traveling, making moves, doing what he's doing. And right. something that he could have taken care of and taken 20, 30 minutes out of his day to take a trip somewhere and have someone take care of it, it probably just wasn't at the top of his priority list. But that's that's a lesson to us all. You know what I mean? Take care of what you got to take care of because they will use it against you. <laughs> right. And to be fair, to be fair, he is a, a, a dreamer. Like what, what they call in, uh, what they call a dreamer in this whole immigration thing. A kid, somebody who came here when they were underage and then they just kind of grew up in the States. So that's another element to it. And, uh, and definitely that should be considered when, I don't even know if they're going forward with this thing, but like he came here as a kid and he pretty much grew up in America. So for all intents and purposes, he's an American. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was born somewhere else, but he's pretty much an American. Now, he came here when he was a teenager. I don't know how the fuck he lost his accent like that, but 
<laughs> well, maybe he just walked around you, some Idris Elba string of bell type shit. Maybe, yeah, I didn't even think about it. But didn't you, um, listening to 21 Savage, right? Didn't you kind of like, yo, he got a unique sound. Like, you know what I mean? He does sound like a Southern rapper, but he don't sound like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. You know what I mean? Like, he don't really, I, I could kind of say, like, Migos also. If I were to find out that Migos were from somewhere else, I don't they, think they, they Bosnian or something. Like, oh, <laughs> sure, I even know your amigos. I'd be like, all right, well, that kind of explains that different flow a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, twenty one, I... got that 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 ill Euro Euro step in the basketball yeah, game. I, I, I can't really put a finger on it. You know what I mean? Exactly. It was unique. Put it like that. He had his own unique swag, his own unique sound, and I, it definitely stuck out to me at first. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, me personally, I don't want to put too much of that into the fact that I mean, definitely, I'm, I'm sure that his upbringing and kind of music he listened to. Like, how old is he now? Like, 25 or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know his age off the top of my head. Somewhere uh, around. But there, let's yeah. say the mid 20s, and he let's say he came here in his mid teens. So, you know, let's say he's in the states for you know like 10, 10 ish years. Yeah. Ten years ago, he, he was a, in that time. He was able to listen to a lot of local hip hop in in London or wherever he was at, in in somewhere in England. Right, so I'd imagine that some of that kind of influences his music, but um, it's kind of like after people found out Idris Elba was British, they're like, "Damn, yeah, String Stringer Bell did have a little shit to him. He did sound a little Beijing, or <laughs> yeah, a little accent when he was talking. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I heard it, man. It was yeah." Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right about that. Because if you would have never got arrested, I'd have never been like, "You think 21 Savage English?" <laughs> yeah, nobody's thinking about like, uh, what's the dude with the one eye? I think he's from New Jersey, but he sound different. Oh, Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Yeah, nobody's like, yeah, Fetty Wap. He sound different, but yeah, that nigga must be from Nigeria or something. Nah, nobody's saying that. I so, saw I mean, Fetty Wap was from like uh, Carroll City, Miami, or some yeah, shit like that. I, yeah. I was like New Jersey. Word. <laughs> like damn, but yeah, like you said, that's how the game go. <laughs> yeah man so, uh, prayers out to 21 Savage man good luck with your case definitely hold your head up and hopefully we'll hear you make a good music once again uh, keep it in, in the category of rap music man with the Grammys passed you had a chance to check that out yeah I watched a little bit of it man I, I love me some Alicia Keys she hosted it yeah shout out to Alicia Keys Um, any good performances that you see um, Alicia Keys she had to she did um some shit with two pianos and she did a, a medley with a bunch of songs Okay. I, yeah, I, like I said, I love me some Alicia Keys. <laughs> I remember, remember when Alicia Keys first dropped, that buzz was insane. I'm glad that, you know what I mean, she's still out, she's still relevant, still doing her thing, because she's just an, an incredible talent, a beautiful young lady as well. So Yeah, yeah that girl's got talent. And that, you know, like, sometimes they bring back old people to, to perform at places or whatever, like, the, you know, Aretha Franklin did the inauguration, and, you know, they bring out Smokey Robinson or something. Super Bowl and, at uh, Gladys Knight. Right, and, and you know, honestly, I, I mean, to keep it 100, these people be legends, but, not a, you know, they don't keep a lot of their they skills into their old age. I feel as if Alicia Keys, at least until the age of 60, like, she'll be dope. It's that, it's that uh, fact that she's an, an artist, but she also can play instruments as well? Well, yeah, that, that definitely, that's something, especially with a piano, that's something they're not going to take away, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you look at Stevie Wonder, like, his voice is... Not as impressive as it was when he was younger, but the mere fact that he's playing the harmonica and the piano and all this shit, yeah. like um, that that adds something to it. You know what I'm saying? That keeps him around longer. Definitely. Hey, Bobby Brown, niggas ain't looking for him to perform. 
Bobby Brown to perform, but if Bobby Brown played the hell out of a keyboard, if he was stroking them 88 keys like a, like a motherfucker, like people would be like, yeah, let's bring Bobby Brown to this motherfucker. Shout out to Bobby. He's been through his own unique shit in his, in his life. But that's time I seen him, he had that he had like a Martin Lawrence type of Bad Boys 3 kind of vibe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like hit the treadmill kind of flow. Looking like, you know what I mean? Life hit him a little bit harder than the, re- the rest of the new edition. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I guess it didn't, you know what I mean? But shout out to Bobby, man. But you can uh, look at Martin uh, real quick. Like, Martin, he like, let's look at Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. Like, Eddie Murphy's acting chops is sick, right? And in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I think he did his thing in Dreamgirls. He had a movie on a low. It was called, um, like, Mr. Good Something. I can't remember if I, when I get the name. But, um, like, he could stick around for a while, even though he's not doing comedy. But Martin Lawrence, you know, people only like, like the Welcome Home Roscoe Jenkins, but only so much. You know what I'm saying? That's when he was a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. And Bad Boys 3, I'm honestly not too excited about it. The only thing I'll say is that I feel as if they'll write a script like they'll play to martin's current strengths because yeah. i think that they have enough resources to get really good writers and director and, and producers and stuff like that hope so man wish them the best but, but back with the grammys not to get off off subject with that one of the things that stuck out to me shout out to uh cardi b she won uh best rap album which i think is the first time a solo female has won that award so shout out to cardi new york rap right there um and i like cardi b though i don't want anybody to take this as if um coming at Cardi B or against her moving in kind of way. Because I think, despite her lyrics, usually someone with lyrics sexually suggestive like that, I, I, I don't necessarily say these type of things, but I think Cardi B is a role model to a lot of females and, and, and males alike based off the fact that she is something genuine about her. She doesn't come across as if she's being something else. You know what I mean? And and I like that about her. Um, I think a lot of people identify with that. So shout out to Cardi um, for that. I, I do not think that was the best rap album of 2018, though, however. You know what I mean? And I, I did listen to the album. I did listen to it. Um, I supported it. You know what I mean? I got it when it when it dropped. But I think there was a lot better albums. And, and, and you pointed this out to me. I think the best album of 2018 wasn't even nominated with J. Cole. Yeah, man. He wasn't even nominated. And Mac Miller was nominated. And he had a decent chance. Well, I guess if you're nominated, you have a decent chance to win. A one out of five chance. But, like, J. Cole wasn't even nominated. And that's, and that's a dope album. You know what I'm saying? Not, shout out to Cardi, though. Like I said, a lot of a lot of radio hits. Um, I think one of the first things someone said to me was, say what you want to say, but it's catchy, though. And it's true. You know what I'm saying? Even well, she's nice with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I don't know. 50 Cent didn't win no Grammys, but, like, his album was... He, nigga's not a wordsmith you know what I'm saying nobody would accuse him of being nice with the words but he put together songs real nice and Cardi B I think it's the same way once she hops on a song it just becomes it's, it becomes good mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying my, my daughter is four years old and, and she doesn't know the difference between rap or the Frozen soundtrack and, and she I was flipping on the radio one day and I must have passed by the a Cardi B song and she's like I want to hear Bags in the Coop and I'm like, bags in the cool. What the hell are you talking about? And, but you know what I mean? I turned it back and, and she's like, she was getting mad too. Like, she's like, bags in the cool. <laughs> and then I, I had to turn it back around and, and it was it was the money song, but it was, it was I'm like, oh, okay. I should. I guess something catchy about it. Something stuck with it. <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, yeah so, and then I, I believe there was a little uh, a little girl that sells Girl Scout cookies who did some type of remix to it. It went viral. So, I mean, Cardi definitely resonates with people. Um, Oh, by the way, I mean Chris Chris Rock 
kind of did that first when at the Oscars he sold he had his uh kid sell Girl Scout cookies uh in the crowd and um and just real quick on performances I think tied for first place Alicia Keys with the two piano shit but then Janelle Monet I think tore it up oh yeah I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't catch I gotta uh, look up the Janelle Monet one no no this girl with the Girl Scout cookies she's like made a viral video remixing Cardi B's money song. So she's rapping it, yeah, with her own words, and she's selling the um. And, and she oh, this is a video. This was yeah. at the Grammys. No, oh, no, okay. not at the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. But I was oh, just I showing how 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 uh, Cardi resonates, uh, with just the younger crowd and, and older people alike. I've heard grown people who don't even really listen to that type of music just kind of like her swag. Uh, so definitely, you know what I mean. Shout out to her. Uh, Stories not- of redemption is always good, man. She was a stripper, and she doesn't shy away from that that past at all. Not at all. Yeah. All right. So. In fact, in that City Girls video, she's still twerking. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean? She does. She doesn't. She doesn't fight any, and and in body paint at that. <laughs> she doesn't shy away from that at all. But people still. But but she'll still end up on Ellen. She'll still get shout outs from people that you wouldn't expect her to get shout outs from. So much respect to Cardi. Uh, no, the Grammys do a better job, I guess, with your nominations and and, and who gonna, is gonna get? Because I think Cardi should have gotten the award, best rap album, not necessarily in my opinion, but definitely she should have got something because she had a big year. And she was doing her thing, so we'll leave it at that way. Cardi. Cardi. Uh, let's get into a little bit of Have You Heard. This is when I just uh, pull up some headlines that I've come across in the past week, maybe two weeks, that we haven't spoken in a while. And uh, find out if my man Keith has heard what his opinion on these things might be. Uh, the first thing I seen was uh, Kareem Hunt. Uh, last time we spoke about Kareem Hunt, he was... Let go from the Kansas City Chiefs after a video dropped of him um, kicking a, a young lady, pushing and kicking a young lady in a, a hotel lobby or a casino mm-hmm. lobby. Um, and he was dropped by by the Browns. Oh, sorry, by the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, about a week or two ago, he was picked up by the Cleveland Browns. Um, you know, they have a new head coach now, kind of new. I wouldn't say new management, but new people at top of the coaching staff running mm-hmm. things and they thought you know what i mean we're gonna give our man kareem hunt a second chance um and, and you just said it yourself you like redemption stories but there's been mixed views on this type of thing um and i i, I in my own opinion i think that there's a conflation between or even a confusion I, I should say between what he did and domestic violence like people are putting it in the same category mm-hmm uh, where if I was gonna make it's, uh, assault is assault. You don't. You shouldn't put your hands on man, woman, child, anybody. That you know what I mean. That, that's if you could find a better way to solve your problems, definitely go for that route. But I I do think that it is worse for someone to commit domestic violence than necessarily what happened in Kareem Hunt's situation. Um, just because if that's your wife or that's your girlfriend and that's someone that has given their trust to you, you know what I mean. That you're gonna love them and take care of them. For you to turn around and put your hands on them. It's ten times worse than you putting your hands on someone you just happen to get in an argument with. You know what I mean? How uh, so? I think you owe them that obligation because there's a trust there. Like, mm-hmm. like as your homeboy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's say, you know, me and you are friends. I don't really think I have to be on my guard as your friend. Like, if I say something that you don't necessarily agree with, if you know what I mean? Like, if you gonna put your hands on me, I'm like, whoa. You know what I mean? I think that's terrible. Whereas opposed to if we were just two people on the street having an argument and then I said something that you didn't agree with, my guard's already up because I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I don't know where that's coming from. And I got to approach that with a certain type of caution. Whereas I think when people are in these relationships, they don't necessarily believe that they have to. And, and you see what happened to Bow Wow. 
<laughs> when he does try to disrespect that that situation. So just how do you feel about the Browns though uh, picking up Kareem Hunt after this? And I want to point out that it was an assault, not a domestic uh, violence issue that um, he has. He faced. didn't know that. He didn't know that lady, right? He might have met her that day, you know what I'm saying? But they definitely weren't dating. They weren't in a relationship with each other. They weren't having sex with each other. Yeah, well, what I think of it, I mean, I think that he should have been picked up eventually. And the fact that it's earlier and not later, uh, I don't mind it because he's going to get punished anyway by the NFL. Probably six games, right? If I, I think that's the uh, – the uh, they well, that's the blanket penalty they put out. Then you could always appeal it down to maybe five or four. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, he, he, who knows? He can miss most of the season. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The most of how long was the season like 18 weeks long? Yeah, 16, 16 games. 16 the, games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have no bones against him being picked up, and I'm happy that he's going to be punished because you know, can't go around beating people up because you're supposed to be a professional, right? Like, you get paid all that money, so you wonder why is this guy being held to a higher standards because. He should be held to a higher standard. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? He's famous. He makes a good living. Uh, he's one of the, one of the best at, at what at his profession. And he should do. He should conduct himself, comport himself like a true professional. That means not beating people up, and that means being a bit smarter than beating people up. And it was like a hotel or something, right? It looked like a lobby, like like you a know, lobby. A, a lobby or a hallway, maybe you know, maybe like on a second floor hall. You know what I mean? But uh, on top of everything you said, there were several attempts by the, his entourage to stop him. Right. You know what I mean, yeah, he even pushed a member of his entourage into her. You know what I'm saying? So he should have been able to control himself. But you were saying I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, I mean it's um, yeah, I mean the argument can be made he's young, right? And because he's the way I feel is because he's young, we shouldn't cut him slack because he's young we we should give him a second chance to to redeem himself because in two three four five years he'll be a completely he he may be a completely different person than he is right now mm-hmm. um yeah it was, you know kicking her and, and you're much stronger like you just gotta it reminds me of when i think it was a uh, uh chris chris carson and he was like you should have a fall guy if you know you, you carter big, chris carter chris carter excuse me yeah, Chris Carter, you should have a fall guy. Like if you if you have a crew and you're the big man in the crew, that you should at least have a guy who takes the blame for stuff. Wild and to that say, goes that wild they, to say on camera. It's wild <laughs> to say on camera, but as far as the the root of that, like the the root logic of that is pretty much just be smart, right? Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing wrong. You shouldn't do anything wrong, but we're not perfect and if you happen to be doing something wrong, don't be dumb enough to be brazen brazen about it by Kicking people and and uh, kind of berating people in the lobby, you know what I'm saying? Just don't say nothing. Cause you have the most to lose. Yeah, yeah. One, you have the most to lose, and yeah, nigga. Two and threes, you got the most to lose. Like just like just leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? Like when when I started getting a little bit of money in my pocket, as soon as I got a 401k plan, I said, nigga, I'm not getting any more fights. I'm snitching. <laughs> That's the day I became a snitch. The first with the first job I got, where they said. They said, oh, you get a 401k. I'm like, what is that? And they told me what it was. I'm like, I'm snitching from now on. No fights. Who, <laughs> no can, I, who can I tell on? <laughs> who can I tell on? Exactly. I'm like, yo, I'm protecting the bag. I can't, <laughs> I can't do nothing. Like, that's what he should, he should feel like. I'm not messing with any, any uh, unscrupulous ladies. You know what I'm saying? All my unscrupulous dudes, I had to cut them loose. I had to, I had to start doing a goddamn... 
ethics test on all my new all my friends, making sure I know who stay, who stays around and who has to go. Uh, and in, in the uh, spirit of fairness, it is uh, my responsibility to point out Kareem Hunt also has another charge for assaulting a man in an Ohio casino. Um, is that Kareem Hunt? Yeah. He beat somebody else up? Before, yeah, I think before this happened. Yeah, man. He so you know he might it's a, anger issues may definitely be something that he has to deal with. Um, but what I'll say in terms of focusing just on the uh, video that we seen of him kicking the young lady because I mean it's it's, it's an allegation what you know what happened with the with the gentleman in the Ohio casino. This proof in front of our eyes that he definitely did something. We'll focus on that. Is um there are different rules for men and women. And I, going through my own legal battles, I'm actually I'm I'm, in, I'm still in the middle of one. Uh, and, and even in family court, men aren't viewed the same way as women. In the legal system, men aren't viewed the same way as women. And no police officer, no judge, no jury is going to view you saying she got me mad or she got, you know what I'm saying? And I mm -hmm. felt that I had, they don't care that you're, they're going to look at you as a 200 pound, 300 pound in Bow Wow's case, 75 pound. They're <laughs> <laughs> putting his hands on a woman, you know what I'm saying? And those same rules do not apply. And you have to, you just need to be aware of that because anybody could push buttons. You know what I'm saying? There's no crime against pushing buttons necessarily in, in, in this country. There is a crime against putting your hands on somebody. So, uh, you know, a law against putting your hands on somebody. It is a crime to put your hands on somebody. So you have to be in control of yourself. And especially when it's members of the opposite sex to all my young men out there, you, you got to find that self-control and even that escape hatch to get out of that situation. If you know that you can't control yourself in the situation, run like hell down the street. Look like yeah, <laughs> because it's right. Because it's right doesn't mean it's always the right thing to do. You don't... Don't worry so care. much about being right. You <laughs> worry, worry more about just being in the right place. You know what I'm saying? So, as far as the battle, I think I feel much differently about that, though. Like, is there a video of him actually fighting, or was just the the um, elevator thing? Oh, well, he was getting a face, so that that was, that was dumb. extra. Yeah, that was extra. Yeah. That so, was dumb, yeah. but but it doesn't indicate to me that he was he beat her up, right? Like, Kareem Hunt kicked the lady on camera. And pushed her or whatever, but Bow Wow clearly Bow Wow lost some ground in that fight. I don't know if you saw the pictures, but like the pictures of my man is scratched and and clearly, clearly, I like think he, he, I, he was jogging and he got attacked by a mountain lion. I think he lost by decision. It went, it went all three rounds. Nah, that's TKO, man. This dude, oh my gosh, he almost lost his eyesight. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and and they arrested. And to be fair, they arrested her too in the Bow Wow situation. I think they had to. They had to because <laughs> I, I I think I read somewhere that that they just had to because they just didn't know what to do. They're like, listen, he's the guy, but clearly she did did some damage to him. You know what I'm saying? Like his power bars. Like if this was a video game, like his shit would be almost to zero. <laughs> Until like somebody just has to shut the game off and be like, nah, man, I, I just don't know. Y'all niggas cheesing. Y'all niggas cheesing, man. She clearly cheesed him, man. She was, she was pressing that jab button all day. Duck, duck, jab, kid. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah. And Bow Wow should have got out of that situation, too. And man. Bow Wow has tons to lose. Does he still have that CBS show? I don't know. But he's still, he still he, he gets man. decent work, man. And I'm sure he, he's really rich because he's been doing this since he was a kid. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's like, no matter what, like I just said, no one's going to care that you got fucked up. No one's going to care that you whether you won or lost the fight they're gonna see that video of you in the elevator and and try you in the court of public opinion 
Yeah, man. That, that that looks terrible. And and I think I might have just been talking about with you off air. Like, I think I, I know people who've been in that situation. I myself have been in that situation where you're just so angry at someone you care or love about and you kind of just lose yourself in that moment of just screaming and, and oh, well, this shouldn't have gone this way or you should have behaved this way in that situation. And just now that I'm in my mid-30s looking back on it and looking at that Bow Wow video, it's, if you got to talk to somebody like that, you shouldn't even be with them. Right. If, if if the conversations are going there, I don't. I don't. I've never, honestly, been around Keith and his wife. I don't think that Keith and his wife talk to each other like that, though. You know what I'm saying? Because just from what the vibe I get from the love, you know what I'm saying? That that you express to about her, and I I I don't feel that from you. You know what I'm saying? I've been around Speck and his wife. I don't. I don't think they talk to each other like that. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that love doesn't exist, because Ray Rice and his wife seem to have a love for each other, and they got themselves caught up in that situation. But I think they've grown from that. I don't think they talk to each other like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I personally don't like to put the put like when people are abusive, whether it's, it's emotionally, verbally, verbally, physically. I don't necessarily like to put that in the same con in the context of love. I don't like talking about love and these abuses at the same. It depends what it is, though. That's, so that's not an absolute rule. But let's say, for instance, people who argue all the time. I mean, they love each other, but just, unfortunately, they just never learn how to express love. Like you can love someone deeply. And never got get the chance to say, yo, I love you or I feel this way about you. You know what I'm saying? Because the communication was never taught. Communication was never taught or you just never picked up on the lessons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, shouts, prayers out to Kareem Hunt. Definitely, you know, work on them anger issues, brother. You were very talented, brother. You can make millions and millions of dollars in this league, the NFL. So, you know what I mean? Just control that. You know what I mean? Keep it on the field. And make a make hundreds and hundreds of dollars for fantasy owners. <laughs> that that too, yes. The fantasy owners did take a hit when Kareem Hunt got dropped. Um, yeah, fantasy. Hey. Wait, real quick, man. Fantasy football is bugged out because if your opponent, like one of their players, get caught beating somebody up, you're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not even fantasy football, because uh, betting is legal in in New Jersey now. You know what I'm saying? So now it's even a broader scale. Even if you don't play fantasy football, you're just betting on the games. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it's huge. So you know, you could already have a bet set up with your man's, and then find out on Friday that Kareem Hunt got dropped, and be like, yes. <laughs> that, just, that just lets you know how evil fantasy football could be. But yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, have you heard? President Trump and Vice President Pence have called for Representative Omar to resign after uh, perceived anti-Semitic tweets that she had put out there. Um. Do you think that this is hypocritical to come from the man who, among many comments, said uh, the group in Charlottesville had some uh, very nice people in that crew of <laughs> neo-Nazis and uh, things like that? Do you find this to be hypocritical or do you agree? Of course, man. Not only is it hypocritical, it's goofy, man. These people are the worst. Are the worst. They just did it because it's um, they oh were able to hop on to hop on the, 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 the wagon against a political rival. Uh-huh. Elon Omar is, is the um, representative for Minnesota. She's a Democrat. She, you know, she, she made lots of waves even before this whole thing where she was saying something that they considered to be anti-Semitic. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's crazy. Like, they, they want to uh, make this wave against Against uh, Jesse Smollett, 
I mean, granted, Jesse Smollett shit was really goofy. Like, that was wild. If, if all this shit is true. <laughs> Super goofy. We'll get to that, though. Yeah, but, you know, some of those quote-unquote conservative Republicans or some of those dudes who have a record of defending racist people or not, or just being apathetic about racist people in their own organization and their own party, like, then they want to come out and say, well, this dude is doing a disservice to black people and gay people. Or, or hopping on the, the, the wagon against the, the blackface dude from Virginia. Mm-hmm. Or the blackface dudes from Virginia. Like, now you want to say something? There's a dude named Steve King. He's a representative from, I think, Iowa. The dude has been saying raci- racist shit for literally decades, man. <laughs> and no, nobody said shit. <laughs> nobody said shit. It's insane. And he recently got himself in some more trouble saying some dumb shit, right? Yeah, so they, they started removing him from, like, uh, committees and or whatever. I mean, he's still in office, but as far as his political clout, they started stripping a little bit of that away from him. Mm. Yeah, I think it's super hypocritical. And you, you said it very eloquently. It was an opportunity for them to hop on um, the bandwagon against an opponent. Um, to her own admission, Representative Omar said she might have misspoke. And, you know, she's she's new to the game. I believe she's a freshman in the, uh, in, in the Congress game. So she's a... Uh, Gonna make her missteps, and is is that not the same quote unquote mistakes that Trump makes by hopping on Twitter, and 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 uh, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers, uh, so to speak. He bought so, a, a full page ad in the New York Times. I, I believe it was the New York Times or the Daily News, um, some decades ago to say that the Central Park Five or Seven or five, Twelve, I can't remember the number, but those dudes who was accused of uh, raping a lady, they should get the death penalty. But then they were. They were exonerated because they found evidence that proved it wasn't them. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say shit about it. He didn't take out no ad then. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? We all make mistakes. Um, as, as damn near everybody mentioned in this episode, I mean, except for Cardi B, I guess. <laughs> we all make mistakes. And, you know, we've all done it. You know what I mean? So we got to be able to bounce back from it. And Trump just makes a lot more than everyone else. You know what I mean? And, and is in our public odyssey. But the hypocrite the the being a hypocrite and jumping on the bandwagon you got to know what battles to find cuz ain't nobody taking you serious on that one dog <laughs> he he has friends that's that's been convicted of in one way or the, the other defrauding the US government you don't say shit about them he's like yeah man that's a cool dude man I, this is it's a shame that he that they jamming him up like this that's insane mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying uh, have you heard <laughs> another bandwagon that your man Trump jumped on when this was uh, on and popping when they did the anthem protest was the Colin Kaepernick drama. Well, this past week, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed have settled their collusion case uh, stemming from the anthem protests. Was that what was that two years ago now? About yeah, uh, a year or two ago. Um, they were suing the NFL saying that it was a colluded effort. For them to to keep Colin Kaepernick out the league, uh, I believe Eric Reed got um, picked up this past year and kept this case going on, which is shout out to him. Um, but this uh, past week they have settled. Um, Eric Reed, I'll, I'll focus on him right now, uh, came out and and called. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but the NFL was working with a few black um, players on social injustice issues, and they came up with an amount that they were going to donate to um, social justice causes that the, the committee uh, thought were was appropriate and things like that. Um, 
And Eric Reed decided to, you know, jump out and say, y'all sold out. Y'all sold out. Y'all sold out Kaepernick by taking the NFL's money and then turned around and took the NFL's money in this collusion case. Uh, do you think that uh, this is selling out, them, them settling with the NFL? It sounds like you have thoughts on it. You say, yeah, and then he sold out and turned around and took the NFL's money. You know? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, so I guess you, in a, in a way, you've expressed your thoughts. But no, 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 I'm not expressing that. I was, I was, just, I was thought it was funny that he said somebody that sold out and then went turned around and took the NFL's money. Not, but I don't. I'll let I'll, I'll let you speak first. I hold my opinion. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, man. The the uh, the legal system. Whether and you know this is like some civil shit, like so it's not criminal or whatever, but it's it it'll it wasn't built to put pressure on people, but in as a result, it puts pressure on people, right? So Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick are rich, but they're not that rich. This nigga Colin Kaepernick ain't got no job, man. <laughs> For two years, yeah. And there's a, there's only so much you're gonna pay the lawyers, like. At some point, you got to be like, yo, I mean, Nike probably holding them down nicely, selling the jerseys, so I'm sure he's making money there, but he got bills, man. He don't got bills like us. My my electric and gas was 160 this month, and I was tripping. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's electric and gas, even if he tries to save, I'm sure it's at least like $900 a month. You know what I'm saying? That lawn don't cut itself. You know what I'm saying? So at some point... I. My suspicion, my personal suspicion is that, yo, he's like, yo, man, I just can't. This deal sounds real good, and I don't know if I could go in the long haul and really try to nail the NFL. Mm-hmm. So there's no telling what he agreed to because it's not public, and it probably won't become public. It'll probably leak here and there, but. Non-disclosure agreement, I believe, is signed. Right. Yeah. Non-disclosure. Who knows what he agreed to? And now they're talking about he might go to the Patriots. If he goes to the Patriots, th- that is, in fact, true. If that is, in fact, true. You will never hear another social justice thing from him again. Because the, the, the Patriot way, like, they won't. They, this, you're not going to hear from this guy. You might hear from Eric Reed. You know, people are going to still sell their Kaepernick jerseys. But I, I, I guarantee you, they, and he don't got no mustache now. But if, if he goes to the Patriots, man, he'll never have a mustache. <laughs> Is it that real on the Patriots? Because of Bill Belichick, you saying? Just the way yeah, big organization. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. In fact, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. And if you if you you have when you go to a team like that, it's your choice, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to force you to be there. You could quit. Yeah. I mean, granted, if your if your contract allows for allows for it, and I think it does, you could just quit, right? And just don't play football if you just don't want to play for them. But yeah, they they have rules. It's kind of like the Yankees. I think the Yankees you you can't wear facial hair or some shit like oh, that. facial hair. Yeah, that's the Yankees rule. Yeah, the like the organization has their rules and. It keeps people in line, and that's all good. Like you're not gonna hear from this guy. He can't be doing all that kneeling and shit like that. They're not gonna have that because the the Patriots take players that they want to take. Like the Patriots is one of those organizations. No matter how good you are, they're like, yeah, I'd just rather not have this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So who knows what he agreed to? And, and then he, and he's then already going uh, to the Pats will be just another step. Yeah, no, he's already agreed before this. Um, Settlement that he wouldn't kneel if he was let back into the NFL. Uh, whether you know that was true or not, or something he was just saying to get back in uh, remains to be seen. Um, who knows if that part of that agreement was to not kneel? You know what I mean? Um, one thing I'll say about the kneeling is I think the message was taken away from that because partly because Colin Kaepernick didn't speak on it enough. Um, and even you'll see nowadays when 
statements I heard in the past week when uh, I think LeBron came out and 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 spoke about it. Said he's happy for Kaepernick. Hopes he got a boatload of money. He's able to set his family up for generations. Um, for standing up for what he believed in that was a term that he used. And uh, what a lot of people do when they refer to Kaepernick is they don't necessarily discuss what the cause was. You know what I mean? And I think that that's why the message gets lost in the whole kneeling during the, uh, the anthem thing. It, it was for uh, against police brutality. It was for the way the African-Americans are treated in the, in the uh, justice system in this country and minority groups as well. Um, and I don't think it's discussed enough. You know what I mean? And I, one thing I think, whether he kneels or not, that if he does get back in the NFL, be more clear with your message in terms of, you know what I mean? Let it be known. Because what happened was we allowed other people to come in and... and try to put their definition on what that message was, and it just caused confusion. It just, you know what I mean? It was, you had people saying it was anti-military, where military people were coming out saying, you know what I mean, that it wasn't, you know what I mean? And and But without Colin Kaepernick coming out and saying things, he because he knew at the time people were using his words against him. People were using his stuff against him. So he, he got smart and was like, I'm just not going to, I'm not just going to jump out the window and say any old thing without putting some deep thought into it first. Um, so I think if, if he does decide that this is going to be something he's moving forward with and within the NFL, when he comes back, he definitely um, needs to be clear with that. I don't consider it selling out. I believe that in order for the NFL to reach this point, that Colin Kaepernick was going to win that case. It probably would have been drawn out for a very long time. These are billionaires that you were dealing with. But I think eventually he would have won that case for them to um, – because they was willing to take Tom Brady to the Supreme Court over some deflated balls – <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they definitely would have had the money to drag this on and, and spend a lot of Colin Kaepernick's money in the process. So I think he made the smart financial decision um, because of it. And I would like to see Colin Kaepernick play play uh, ball again. In terms of Eric Reed, I think to call Malcolm Jenkins a sellout for what he did for working with Roger Goodell um, on the, on this, I think that was corny. I think I believe they had a confrontation on the field this past season um, where he, he tried to press Malcolm Jenkins over it. And I, I think it's it's... And I don't knock him for settling this case. You know, do do you as well? I, I, maybe an apology might be in order, though, because everybody fights their own battles their own way. And I think for you to call Malcolm Jenkins selling out, where Malcolm Jenkins is probably doing more on, on by face value due to this non-disclosure agreement, from what we can see, he's doing more for the people that Colin Kaepernick were fighting for than it appears that Eric Reed is doing. Um, but shout out, you know, shout out Cap, shout out Reed. Definitely get y'all money. Definitely, I, I and I believe um, I believe they should both play again. Whether it's in the NFL, what is it that new league called the AA, AFA or something like that? AAF. AAF, yeah, definitely. A- you know, as fuck. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, shout out to them, man. Um, and this whole selling out culture that we got going on of. Wanting to call people Uncle Toms and and this that and the third, we need to cut that out too, cause that's just divisiveness within our, ourselves. If if we all gonna get together, let's get together. Let's cut out the name calling and calling people coons and this that and the third, and let's let's all get on the same page and ride together. As as as, as far fetched as that may sound, I think it's something that's possible. Yeah, um, I mean the, the, that whole thing of calling people sellouts and stuff has been happening for a long time. You think Malcolm mm-hmm. X and Martin Luther King was always friends? Very true. Very true. The Black Panthers and and the SCLC and those types of you know I mean some people are just feel uh feel more radical about about certain causes. Y'all trying to get at the same thing, but some people feel that the way you're going about it is is not aggressive enough, and they'll call you a sellout. Very well, very well said, man. In the last segment of Have You Heard, 
There was no basketball games on this past Wednesday, or NBA basketball games on. There was a basketball game on, and it involved two college teams, UNC and Duke. Um, but but this isn't about the game. This isn't about the score. This isn't about who won. During the game, President Obama was in attendance. <laughs> Shout out to him. Um, about 30 seconds into the game, a young man named Zion Williamson, he is believed to be the future number one draft pick into the NBA. He looks like he's on one of those one-and-done NBA uh, college college deals, scholarship deals, where he's going to be at that university for about one year before he enters the NBA due to the uh, NBA age requirements. Uh, his sneaker exploded <laughs> while he was trying to make a move. Uh, ended up causing a, a, a knee sprain to the uh, the opposite leg, um, just because it was just such an awkward movement. He's a, and he's a big dude himself, so you know what I mean. This this this. Obviously, was was a sneaker malfunctioning. Uh, Nike took a little stock hit because of it, you know what I mean, and 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 definitely a little bit of backlash. But uh, Zion himself is is a business. He's a he's he's a commodity. He knows that within the next couple of months, this is a rental at Duke before he gets to start making money legally. Um, and there's chatter now that of whether he not he should return back and finish out the season for Duke. He uh March Madness is big within the college basketball thing. That's their basically their playoffs. Um, but a lot of people are telling him to just chill out, just relax, Cut, shut it down basically for the season. Get ready for the draft and go get ready to make your money. And there's another side to that. We're saying, well, he has an obligation. He owes his team something. Um, do you think that Zion owes his team anything, or do you would you suggest that he shut it down for the rest of the season? Well, first of all, man, I admire that. The description of the incident it have a uh, medical examiner like precision to it. You're like a young man, Zion Williamson. Mr. Williamson slipped, uh, the shoe exploded, <laughs> thereby causing severe damage to his opposite knee. And, I didn't uh, want to assume everybody's seen it like me or you did. Nah, does he does he owe something to his team? I mean, I mean, something happened in sports, right? Well, this is the debate about. Should college players get paid or compensed or get some kind of bonus or something for, for what they do on the court? Mm-hmm. I happen to think that they, they should get something. I mean, I wish, or, or at least the NCAA doesn't profit as much off of this stuff, but they do, and they pay coaches millions of dollars, millions of dollars going to these athletic programs, um, million dollar, millions of dollars are renovating stadiums and arenas and all that type of stuff. They got museums, they got music, like, basketball and football museums in some of these schools. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like these are beautiful museums and beautiful facilities and, and all this shit. And the players just, well, they get a sick ass meal plan. I won't lie. When I was in college, man, the, the scholarship athletes, their meal plans was insane, son. Like, insane. no matter, I don't care how good they was on the court. Like you be there getting your little chicken nuggets. They'll be there buying shit for their friends. This isn't the first time you brought up uh, college athletes' meal plans before. <laughs> I feel like you must have seen something back in your Stony Brook days that definitely uh, rubbed I'm bitter, you the wrong man, way. Bitter. <laughs> it had to, ha- it happened, ha- had to happen at Albany, too. They're both D1 schools. They Suddenly, meal plans are sick. So when you look at them, like it's, you remember that, that video for In the Club, um, the Jay Z joint? Do it again. Oh, do it. Okay, yeah. When he kind of, the dude had to walk through the metal detector, the metal detector went off. He got tackled. Jay Z went through. Metal detector went off, and they, he just walked right through with guns on him and shit. <laughs> That's how I felt. Like they just when they walk into the cafeteria, son, like the lunch, the lunch ladies and, and dudes, dude, they ready, man. They know they about to scoop some crazy shit onto their tray. But anyway, man, we got you know, ice cream sandwiches. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody's buying Raymond noodles. These dudes is buying real ass noodles, like real chicken fettuccine and shit like that. Keith anyway, is the first person I know that's mad at the college athletes. <laughs> that's not good. That's why, man. I, I'm one of them protesters. Like, don't pay these niggas. <laughs> Bernie Sanders talking about the billionaires and millionaires. I'm talking about the college athletes. Like the, the 1% at the top, man. Getting chicken tenders. Getting extra stole, sauce and shit. Somebody stole Keith Girlfriend in college, man. <laughs> yeah, they stole over the A-Lash tray, man. <laughs> two side orders. Dude, we got two side orders. I'm like, what? Mashed potatoes and buttered corn? Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, does he have loyalty to the team? No, nah, because my, my, my belief is that if it were like a, a regular college situation, like how they have, you know, let's say... 30 years ago where a dude went to college, he got a scholarship, he got a chance to go to class. Many of them didn't, or many of them got like a hookup on getting them to pass certain classes, whatever, but they were that much closer to the degree. Like even like really, really good players play two, three, even four years, like a Shaquille O'Neal and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but nowadays it's a different beast because now it's, it's very much a business. Right, like March Madness plays on mad channels. Like it's not just CBS anymore. Like they play it's on like mad five, channels. Five different channels. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, man. The, the mm-hmm. graphics on the the um, NCAA video game is insane. That's making mad bread. Fifty, sixty dollars for a video game. For well, they cut that out. They made a rule. They uh they stopped making them because they made a rule. They can't use their uh likenesses in video games without paying them. I'm glad. I mean, that's yeah. that's a step in the right direction. Well, and then EA Sports shut down the college division, basically the college video game division, so they stopped making those games. Yeah, I mean, they just enjoy, I think they should either pay them or start sh- shutting down like all this revenue, like this deep revenue stuff. Uh, coaches should have some kind of salary cap, or there should be like a rule they shouldn't be able to make more than two hundred percent more than the 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 um, provost or the the college president shit like that. But anyway, yeah, I mean. I have a true belief that you should never fall in love with your company, right? If you work for somebody, never fall in love with them. If you are considering quitting, never say to yourself, well, man, they they really nice. And I like them. If I left, they wouldn't be able to operate without me. Nah, fuck that. So Zion, damn, they hurt his knee. And now he's more vulnerable. This is just science. He's more vulnerable to a serious injury now or, or a re-injury. That's just a fact, right? Like you get injured if you sprain your ankle. Yeah, you could still play. But your chance of re-injuring it just automatically become higher, mm-hmm. and he's he's like a walking, like a walking personification of a stack of money. Like he he's w- worth so much. Like even now, like people are paying two thousand dollars for shit seats just to watch him play. That was the average cost. Some people are paying ten thousand dollars for that game. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? Obama came to the game. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. need to explain any anything more. <laughs> the president of the United States went to a college a college um basketball game, not a playoff game. This was a regular season game. Regular season game, yep. A rivalry game at that, but still regular season. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, it's bad for the spirit of sports if he sits out, but he has a business decision to make because he can literally lift his family and if he wants his community, you know, a, a bit higher than it was the day before. So, and he doesn't need to play. If he wants to play for the spirit of sports, that's cool because that, that, that's important also. But for him, he has a, you know, he has real life decisions ahead of him. Like he's not even a regular person anymore. Look what sports did to him. So he doesn't owe, owe the sports 
sport anything more. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't walk around the campus like a normal person. Yeah, he can't and, and just it, walk right, to to some like a a mall in Durham and just you know go to fucking hot topic just like everybody else. He has to. He's different now. Like. So he should be paid for what he's doing. I hope he gets to do that in the NBA without injury. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say this real quickly because I got like two more things I want to get to before we wrap it up. But fuck Duke, man. They don't owe you nothing. You've been there for four months. They've got tons of TV time just because you're there. You know what I mean? They would have got that anyway, but you're the selling point. I watched that game because I know your name. You know what I'm saying? And that's what most of the people watch for. So no, shut it down. Rock Nation wants you. LeBron's agency wants you. Nike wants you, Adidas wants you, everybody wants you, bro. You've done your part. You've helped them win a ton of games. Sit it, shut it down. Go make that money. Secure the bag, bro. And like Keith said, Keith dropped a, a Keith quote that I want y'all to write down and stick with it. Never fall in love with the company you work for, man. I'm, I'm, I agree with that 150%. I'm going to put that in my list of Keith quotes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Speaking of some other times, we get some great Keith quotes. We got America's favorite segment right now, dog. Dare Perfect Talk. Yo. That's when you people out there, you know what I'm saying, send me a little email, let me know what's going on out there, have a question for me and the homeboy Keith, I'm going to give y'all the email address to send us to later, Um, but real quick, let's get right into it, my home got homeboy michael out there shout out to you michael uh said hey guys i've been on social media almost all my life and have begun to try uh, oh sorry begun to take a stab at internet dating however i'm not receiving much feedback on the dating sites or a large amount of likes on my facebook instagram or snapchat uh do you have any tips on what kind of pictures i should take and post to get love on tinder and social media does snapchat have likes i don't even I don't use my Snapchat enough to know. If, I, like, I don't use Snapchat in my life. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram definitely uh, do have likes. Um, this I, I chose this one because this is like a debate that I get sometimes uh, with my coworkers and stuff like that. Like with and, and, and it's more along the lines of like male selfies. Like I, I've definitely seen dudes looking at another dude's Facebook page and being like, "Look at this dude," you know what I'm saying? "Look at this picture he's taking. Look at this clown. Look at da da da." But, you know what I mean? Who knows? Maybe that I don't look at who's liking his pictures or who he's, who he's doing it for. He might be shooting that to the ladies. Um, So to answer your question, Mike, I don't know what pictures you should be taking. Obviously, you know what I mean? It's, it's pictures that look like you're having fun and you're out there, you're, you're enjoying your life. Obviously, I think we'll probably get more reaction from uh, the opposite sex or just people in general. Um, But I, I think more so the debate of <laughs> male selfies is like, I don't even know where I lie on that. You know, so it's, I guess you have to do it, right? Like, what do you? You can't have someone take a picture of you all the time. Selfie shouldn't be a female or a, 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 a male thing, right? Like, I think it's it's universal. How you feel about that, Keith? Uh, selfies is absolutely a female thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> selfies from a dude is not endorsed by me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I. So just on the topic of selfies, I hate them. Stop them, okay? <laughs> Selfie sticks, make them illegal, ban them, uh, abolish them. Even for women, you think women shouldn't take selfies either? Uh, well, well yeah, because I think um, I mean, they just said I don't need a reason. Just, <laughs> just women should take selfies because I mean it just looks better. <laughs> I mean, women selfies look better. They got better. Just aside from how they look, because women just look nicer. Yeah, uh, that's true. 
they have better angles. They they good at better at touching their photos up and stuff like that. I don't want to see no guy stubble on a goddamn his stubble and his bicep on 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 the picture and shit like that. I don't want to poor lighting. No, nah, I'm done with that. So, Abolish all selfies, especially from dudes. Some dudes are taking the shirt off. They laying down. Like I don't, like, I don't judge. You just own. But uh, yeah, sometimes it can get a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't judge it. I just don't support it. Yeah. Uh, as far as getting more likes, I'm 34 year, years old. Uh, asking the wrong person, but I reflect on my my experience in social media, and that is Black Pet Planet. The trick there, <laughs> the trick there is to. <laughs> It's to find the best picture you've ever taken with a disposable camera and uh, develop it, scan it, <laughs> put, and make it the profile photo on your on your social media account. With, with the glare and all. With the glare and all, <laughs> man. Make sure you're making a cool face. Make sure your do-rag is hanging just right. And, um, I mean, that's, that's just my experience. Because, mind you, man, when I started using social media... I could only access it from the the the, college, the university library. Mm-hmm. You have to go find a break in between your day, an hour, hour and a half, go and scroll it. You can see how long ago your friends logged on. And, you know, only your college friends, because at the time, nobody, you could only get on Facebook with a college email, uh, email address. No regulars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no regulars here. But yeah, I mean, on the over, and the, the, the overall thing I would say is don't get too stressed about social media. You know what I'm saying? I was in church the other day and uh, part of the, the sermon, he was saying, don't lose your peace. And one of the things he brought up was, you know, the social social media is making you lose your peace. You're, you're admiring what other people are doing and start comparing yourself to them. Just just lay off of it. You know what I'm saying? Just Just get in touch with you. Get in touch with your family. Get in touch with what you love. Try to try to heal what you don't love, or heal like uh, where you're hurting, and just don't hold on to that peace. Don't lose your peace. No, Take that's, it and easy that's social media. That's a good message to 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 say. Uh, so, it's real quick though, shout out to back when you needed an edu, a dot edu <laughs> to be to be on social media. Keith took it back with that one. Um, but now, and 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 that goes into the next subject that we, you know we gonna wrap it up with. But like the whole the whole Jesse Smollett thing, you just said it yourself, man. You gotta have your peace. You gotta be calm with or cool with what you got going on for yourself. Cause cause there's three people that three big names that got arrested this week, right? One of them being Robert Kraft with the with the he got caught up in the prostitution stuff. The owner of the Patriots. Owner of the Patriots. We don't even got to go into all that. We don't even got to go into all that. Cause I think more there's gonna be more coming out about that. That's gonna allow us to. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on the Robert Kraft thing. You know what I mean? You also got your man R. Kelly, which I think we've gone on in extensive <laughs> detail about um and also i believe surviving r kelly is going to re-air again um it's very opportunistic of them yeah yeah during the last week of february um he he, he also got hemmed up on uh sexual assault charges um so I, i'm sure as more details come out we're going to get into that as well but i want to focus on probably the biggest story that happened in the past two weeks was jussie smollett and, and ironically, we didn't report on this when it first dropped because I think both me and Keith had like an air of skepticism with this story. Not that we knew he was lying. I'm not going to go as far as to say that, but something ain't right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it wasn't, the, the story wasn't flowing. It wasn't making much sense to me. Um, Jesse had come out originally saying that he was attacked in Chicago by, he didn't identify a race, but he said that they were uh, two men wearing Trump hats. 
uh, one of them was wearing a Trump hat, uh, yelled out, this is MAGA country, nigga, and <laughs> took a swing on him. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. They said, you're the, you're the F word from Empire. And this is MAGA country, nigga. And, and I think took a swing at him. A fight ensued. At some point, a noose was placed around his neck, or a rope at least was placed around his neck. Uh, he said that some type of liquid was poured on him, like that that burned. Um, and that was that was all we had. That was the details we had. Uh, early coming out, they were revealed that he wasn't fully cooperating with the Chicago police. He did not want to give up his phone for them to uh, go through his phone records. Parts of his stories weren't weren't exactly adding up. Um, as the investigation went on, the police couldn't find any video evidence of, of this happening, but they did have two men caught on surveillance cameras walking, you know, did their due diligence, caught up with these two young men, uh, happened to be Nigerian brothers, and they started snitching. <laughs> they, they didn't even, it didn't take the first 48 for them to start snitching. They was like, yo, we ain't, here's the check. <laughs> here's the here's the list the shopping list your man gave us this is what he wanted done this is why he wanted it done he's looking to make more money from his tv show um i didn't know this happened but i guess recently they said that uh uh a letter was sent to empire the cast i'm sorry the the where they filmed it filmed the episodes of empire at uh threatening jesse smollett it was one of those serial killer letter cutout type things um, was that real I believe he sent it to himself. <laughs> oh, because I heard that um, part of it was that uh, the uh, that that thing was sent to the the set, but um, Fox or something like that. Yeah, and then he was mad that it wasn't followed up on or something like that. Yeah, but that well, but what he you, he did that himself. It's looking like that. Yeah, they they were investigating whether or not. I, I don't. I've heard definitive proof that it was, but it's looking like that. Yeah. Um, that he said that first, it did not get enough of a reaction, so he went further on with his plan of being attacked. Um, from what they're saying, because he wanted to receive more money, he wasn't happy with his salary on the show Empire, which is just ridiculous, bro. One, because you faked a hate crime, and there's enough nonsense happening in this country there for you to fake a hate crime, whatever your reason for it. We, 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 we don't know if he did it for a higher salary, so we're not gonna assume that he did, but. Whatever your reason it was behind that dog, like a hate crime, <laughs> as as a black man, as I mean, uh, can we even believe he's gay anymore? Who he might have been faking that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But as a as a gay man, like you gonna come out and, and all the stuff that happens to uh, the LBGT community in this country, I think you just you disrespected, and you alluded to this earlier in the episode, Keith. You disrespected two communities that had your back. As soon as this thing came out, too, had full support, and then I think the, the 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 cherry on top, and the Chicago police are even kind of making fun of it about it, is he went on Good Morning America and did an interview <laughs> with Robin Roberts, bro, and and I guess in that interview he identified the two men in the surveillance video and saying that he had no doubt that these were the dudes that attacked him. At that time, police had already had their testimony; they knew they they were waiting for him to pretty much incriminate himself. What do you say to it, Keith? <laughs> what do you say about the Jesse Smollett situation, the gay Tupac? <laughs> the gay Tupac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I, I looked up his age. He's thirty six years old. Because I was just about to say, like, yeah, well, you know, but it's, it's a young dude. It makes sense. He might, you know, may not feel sure about himself. You know, he need, he needs the attention. This nigga, he's thirty six years us. old. Yeah, he's older, <laughs> older than, than us. us. <laughs> that's that's astonishing to me. But um, 
It wasn't a well thought out plan. It was very. I think stupid is is probably the best word to describe it. You know what I mean? But not to cut you off. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, real quick on. I'm just gonna go over the the general timeline. All right. So he lands in Shot Town. It's two a.m. He goes to get a sandwich at Subway's. <laughs> two a.m. And uh, <laughs> eat fresh. Is Subway's open at two a.m. in Chicago. That's. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. It's a, it's a big city. Oh yeah, no, no I'm I'm tripping. There's, there's a truck stop out here around me that's a 24 hour subway also. Yeah, he's he's in the middle of a big city, so like, mm-hmm. so some of the, like the 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 restaurants and seedier food will, will be mm-hmm. open. McDonald's and White Castle, party food. Like after yeah, yeah. after the club shit. Not on. I don't know what day of the week this happened, but it, it makes sense that 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 jive. So, all right, story. Long flight, hungry. And then uh, some racists come and, and attack you in Chicago. I said, hey, nigger, that's that faggot from Empire. So I'm like, whoa, racists whoa. watch Empire? <laughs> racist homophobes watch Empire? I'm like, yo, that's gangster. Kudos to Empire. So the story goes on, right? Niggas, <laughs> I don't even watch Empire. <laughs> I don't. It's true. I don't even watch Empire, and I'm a big Terrence Howard fan and a Taraji P Henson fan. You know what I'm saying? I I, I the single. Uh, it's hard out there for a pimp. <laughs> I bought it. I, I paid one ninety nine for it. it was but <laughs> yeah, man, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't even do- download it off of Kazaa or Napster, nothing like that. I straight up bought it legally, and it, it was just too fantastic. And then. You know, he got beat up. And they said, all right, uh, let's get this noose. These dudes had a perfectly tied noose. Tossed it around his neck somehow. Ready to go, too. Ready to go. <laughs> In Chicago, is and where they were at, it's impossible to find parking spots. So that means they had it on them. It wasn't like in the trunk or nothing like that. <laughs> and threw bleach on them. Apparently, these cats just came from Target. These cats threw Clorox bleach on them. And then that's it. That, that, that's the end of the story. It, it, it was so fantastic. Like, everything just laid out like that. Like, and then it's MAGA country. I feel like as a storyteller, right? Like, mm-hmm. he should have at least... They should have had a sit down with that. Like, a read-through, like, actors have. Like, you write the script, the episode script. And, All right, this, this is the read-through. And then actors sit around the table and read read through it. And the writers are sitting on the side and, be like, and they get this to hear how it actually sounds. And I don't think that part, like if they did that part of it, just from the, the aspect of being a smart criminal, I feel as like if they, they miss that part of it and that attention to detail. Um, so now I'm not even getting to the whole social part of it. Because remember earlier I was talking about just be smart if you're going to do shit. Yeah. This is just, this is just horrible. Like he could, he should have picked either the, the homophobe angle or the, or the, the, um, the racist angle. But he, then he threw in the political stuff. <laughs> and, then, and then the lynching. And then people wanting to ruin his clothes. It is wild, kid. I believe he, they said he wore the noose for like 45 minutes after the attack. Come on, man. He kept the rope around his neck. <laughs> this is bad, man. This is really, really bad, man. And then, and then after, they said, oh, I'll do it. There were no cameras to catch. 
So he's in a neighborhood where there's two a.m. There's a two a.m. subways and there's no camera surveillance shit outside. Nobody got a nest. He's a he's an actor. Come comes from a family that probably has a decent amount of money. He's on a very successful show with a with a feature role. Mm-hmm. Man, this is bad, man. This and then he got politicians coming out saying, "Man, I you know lynching is still a thing." And they come to support find to Jesse Smollett. Word, they jumped on that bandwagon quick. You know, it was <laughs> easy to jump on the bandwagon at the time because I felt the way too. I was like, "Damn, that's gonna." Happen. Donald Trump supporters be wilding. And it, and it was not a leap to believe it because they just had that bombing thing with that dude with the fucked up haircut in the van sending yeah. bombs out to people. And then... And why, uh, why would somebody make this up? Like, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like, Especially why would Jesse Smollett make it up? Yeah. That's the thing. Why would he make it up? He's good. I mean, from the outside looking in, like, he's good. You know what I'm saying? He got this platform, the show. He's even doing music and his music career is much more successful than his talent warrants. He's and the gay Tupac. He's the gay Tupac. He's the gay Tupac, <laughs> nigga. He's, he's been he's officially the gay Tupac and what could he, this is bad, man. This is really, really bad. And then clearly uh, I echo what you said about it being bad for black people and gay people. It just, now people it, it reminds me of like when people play the race card too freely. I'm like, damn, y'all playing it too freely. Y'all ain't gonna leave nothing for me when I need it. Word. <laughs> I might need this one day. I'm gonna need that's this the one sad day. You part. Can't just go playing it. That's the sad part about what he did is is it's gonna cause skepticism for the next person that is a victim of a hate crime. It's gonna bait him and cause hesitation to come out and say that something happened to you. You know what I mean? So it, it is. I do think that he should be um, definitely per- prosecuted. I definitely, you know, I don't like to see any black people go to jail or any, or any people that you know what I mean. But if you did something wrong, you gotta know that you can't just play around. This is Chicago of all places where those resources could have been put towards stopping gang violence or stopping gun violence, and they were put towards your nonsense. Like, you know what I mean? You ain't even from out there, dog. Like, and we're going to get our jokes off, obviously. The black community is going to, you know, me crack on them. But I think at some point we also got to, like, take them in and see the deeper picture here. And, yeah. and wonder, maybe is there, like, a psychological thing maybe wrong with, with, with him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there a history of maybe mental health issues? I mean, because to come up with this plan is beyond stupid. <laughs> like, I don't even like you couldn't even. I, he he must have not told this plan to anybody because anyone in their right mind would have been like, "Stop! This is stupid." Like, you know what I mean? This ain't gonna. I don't see how this gun get you more money. He got beat <laughs> up by two beat up by two buffed racist Nigerians who support Donald <laughs> Trump. Come on, man! This is bad, man. This is bad. This is really, really bad. Yes. <laughs> Jesse Smollett, uh, I, I do wish you the best. I hope you get the help that you need, brother. You know what I mean? And, and we're going to let justice, uh, the, the, the justice system ride out and, and you know, go away because he is being tried right now in the court of uh, public opinion. The, the prisons are filled up with a lot of crazy people. Let's not get that. Oh, no, sorry, crazy is the wrong word. But people who do suffer from mental illness and 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 it's something definitely look to look to be looked into. Um, I do hope he gets the help that he needs. As a thirty six year old man, though, I can't feel sorry for you, dog, and say you know what I mean. That sometimes when college kids do something stupid, you know what I mean. I could kind of give them the pass because I did a lot of stupid things in college, and by the grace of God, I was able to make it out through the other side. But you should have known better than this, dog. But, but he got some. Nigerian racist to beat him up. That's the worst. 
And these dudes are supposed to, the Nigerians are like, man, I thought we were friends, baby. Like, got them jammed up and they was training him. Yo, my man wrote a check. A check? <laughs> my man wrote a check. Yo, bro. like, I don't, like, people don't even use checks in normal circumstances. But he, like, in this circumstance, of all circumstances, might as well Venmo uh, them, man. Venmo them. Make it easier to track. <laughs> Word, right? Something. They, uh, he, they said he apologized to the cast of Empire when he showed back up on set after uh, his arraignment. He uh, also is being removed from the final two episodes of the show. Uh, his character, Jamal. I don't know what to say, man. Just, just <laughs> Jussie Smollett, prayers out to you, dog. I definitely hope you get your your head on straight and and hope we can figure this out. But but you go in the category of <laughs> your, your bad. blackface, yeah, bad, <laughs> bad decisions, blackface Michael Jackson contest. <laughs> just you know what I mean? Just nonsense being done in these streets. You go in that category, like like R. Kelly's a criminal. You just stupid, dog. <laughs> like for real, yeah, Robert man. Kraft got caught up. Robert Kraft might just be a horny old man, but you just stupid, dog. <laughs> and that's where that's where we gotta leave episode fifty two, man. We fifty two episodes deep, dog. We doing this damn thing, man. It's two thousand nineteen. We gonna keep it moving. Keith, you got anything on TV I should be watching, dog? Oh, the the, uh, the fucking season finale of of True Detective. I'm pumped for that. That's going down this weekend. Going down this weekend, and then I just started reading the Michelle Obama book. I'm pumped about that. It's starting off real nice. There you go. Starting the year off right. One more question for you, Keith. If the people want to find you on social media, where can they find you at, dog? IG, me on underscore 35. You can find your boy, DJ Playboy, at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y on Instagram. You can follow the Perfect Talk crew on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Also, send your emails for the Dear Perfect Talk segment to perfecttalkpodcast at gmail.com. Let your friends know they can listen to us on SoundCloud. They can listen to us on Google Podcasts. And, of course, the big daddy of them all, Apple Podcasts. So check us out. We doing the damn thing. Also, keep an eye out for your boy, DJ Playboy. I got my new internet radio show popping off, The Night Shift. We back at it, doing the damn music thing again. So keep an eye out for that. On my social media, I'll let you know when we got it popping again. Yo, Keith, it's always a pleasure doing the thing with you, dog. Say goodbye to the people, my man. Yeah, yeah. Peace, peace. We up out of here. Peace. Hey, 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 hey.